Hey, you made it. There are so many things going on in the world today. You need to celebrate the fact that you took a moment to stop and listen to the word of God through this Heavenly Vision podcast. I'm sure God's going to speak to you in a way that will bless you. So let's get into it. Glory. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Listen. There's a great shift coming. Please. Please hear me. Nehemiah wasn't on the wall for himself. It was for others. And let me say this. There are some of us in here that have to stand for others. It's people in your families that are not saved in this hour. And and if it wasn't for the blood of your prayers of the righteous, they would have already gone off into because of the sheer mercies they're still in the land of the living I come to serve notice today don't you get off the wall because the shift is coming and everything connected to you is going to withstand this great earthquake there's a tilting on the axle and if it wasn't for humans would not be able to stand in the shaking set oh God he said I'm warning my people that I am soon to come and there's no more time to keep playing. Somebody got to live a surrendered life. Somebody's got to be able to live where God can get the glory through the earth. So today, I say to everybody, even if you feel like you're in the right place, everybody repent. And if you don't want to repent for yourself, repent for those that you know ain't living right. He died for us all. And so we repent to a risen Savior. There's some births coming in this house. Physical and spiritual. God said, I'm getting ready. To bring forth new life to this house. Glory. It amazes me. The people that won't repent. This is my prayer. God. 
convict me of everything that's not like you. If I say something wrong, convict me. If I do something wrong, convict me. Do not let me walk around with a self-righteous spirit and I'm all wrong. And I say this to the people. If you know that you've done something wrong and you've not been convicted in your spirit, the altar is open. Because there's a disconnect somewhere when what you do don't bother you. Something's wrong when you walk around with your self-righteous self and you didn't hurt somebody's feelings and you don't even know they're at home. Let's do this right so that the spirit would enlarge itself in this house. Let's everybody stand in repentance. Now, everybody stand and repent. Repent for even what you don't know you done wrong. How many people are sitting in pain because of your words or your actions or your deeds? Glory. Glory, 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 glory. God, you're moving. We thank you for your spirit. We thank you. Oh, glory. Oh, glory. Yes, God. He said, I'm moving in your homes. You can't keep coming to church and your home is raggedy. He said, I'm moving in your home. Wrong attachments. He said, I'm moving. I'm moving everything that's trying to hinder my spirit in your home. Everything. Everything. Mighty God. Mighty God. Lift your hands to heaven. Tell God any way you do it. Any way you do it. Any way you do it. I'll accept it. There it is. There it is. Let him do it. Divine healing. Let God have his way. Any way you do it. Any way you do it, God. Glory. Yes, God. Complete the work, God. Complete it. Holy Spirit. Arrest every assignment of the enemy. Every family curse. 
In Jesus' name. Ma, go, Baba, Pahando, or Rio Shababa. She cut out the Rio Shababaha. They go, Baba Hasiki, Riasha, it did Rio Shababaha, Indorabe Hasiki, who the Baba Handa did Rio Shababaha. Blessed be the name of the Most High God. Listen, don't move yet. Amos chapter 3, verse 7. Amos chapter 3, verse 7, it says, I do nothing in the earth, lest first I reveal it to my prophets. It says, I have a word for them, but who shall prophesy? I don't want you to miss this because uh, I, I, I heard the word of the prophet, but I want us to make sure that we do it. We're, we're in good time. I want us to make sure that, we, that we've done everything that we need to do. So if you need to find your way at this altar, or if you need to find your own altar, make your own altar right now, I want us to make sure that we, one, get into a, get into a mode of repentance. Listen to what the prophet said. Get into a mode of repentance, if not for our own self, for others that we're connected to. The next thing, that, another thing that the prophet said our tongues matter in this season. Take your mouth off of everybody. The only thing you need to be talking about is you. Take your mouth off everybody. Uh, don't miss this because I want to make sure that we track with the prophetic ministry. Those who are, who, are, who are wrapped up in sexual bondage. Those who are wrapped up in sexual bondage. And she even mentioned, the, and then we excuse it for the children who are there, uh, uh, devices. If you know that's you. We're calling you to a place of repentance. This is not a judgment place. You hear me? You, you, you're, not, you're not among people that, that are trying to live holier than thou. Because the people who lead you, both Karen and I, we were in sin. We've been in sin, okay? We've, we've been to different places that we shouldn't have been. And we acknowledge it. And so this is not a place of judgment, but hear the word of the prophet. I'm going to tell you this. She also spoke as it relates to clarity and arrangement of your house, spiritual arrangement of your homes. Those need to stay on the wall. I hope that you were tracking with the prophetic word. So if you need to take that time to repent, the altar is open. Your, you, your, your seat is the altar. We consecrated it before you got here. If you need to take some time to do that while we're in this space, and believe God that it follows home. I know somebody wrote down the word. She gave a word to Elise. She gave a word to Brandon. She gave a word to Jerry. And for, let me speak to this too. For those of you like, um, Lord, I want a prophecy. Lord God, I, I want you to prophesy to me. She first prophesied to the whole house. Okay, so we all got a prophecy. Now, I'm not one of these people, and we're not one of those churches that we only want to hear the good prophecy, and we don't want the bad prophecy. Because I remember, I remember she prophesied to us a six-bedroom house. This, for those of you who don't know, this was the woman that prophesied to us. when We didn't have, like, no prospects of it. We were sitting here, and, and I promise you, when we, we had finished writing the booze after one Bible study, and I was like, oh, huh, thank you, woman of God. God bless you. God bless you, woman of God. I didn't, see, I didn't, have, I didn't have no way to get a six-bedroom house, especially not in this uh, county. So we, we agree with, we, we, we understand that she is a true prophet of God. And so even, now listen, even after this, even after this moment, 
if there is prophetic ministry that, that, that engages with you, here's, here's what I, I want to set our context. We agree with the word of God. If God sends true validated prophets, we agree with the word of God, even if it's a word of correction. Amen? Even if it's because everybody can prophesy houses and cars and stuff like that. Hallelujah. She prophesied to Brother Dwayne healing. I believe that. We're tracking that. Elder Tamiko, you tracking this? Thank you. <laughs> because we, we want to make sure that when people say, I don't believe in the prophetic, we got proof. We got verifiable miracles, verifiable uh, production of the prophetic ministry. So I don't want anybody to leave here. Just take a few more moments. Take a few more moments. Musician, we'll just consecrate this atmosphere. We want to consecrate this atmosphere. Whatever, whatever you left, thank you, God. The prophetic word came that you leave free today. Major bondage. Major bondage. There is liberty here. Major bondage. There is liberty here. All right? All right, I see, I see Sister Tamika doing it. But I, listen, here's the thing. And thank you, because I'm a teacher, so this is what I'm doing. We don't, listen, we don't solicit prophetic ministry for our own gain. Saul went to Samuel, not because Saul wanted anything from Samuel. Saul wanted to know where his daddy's donkeys were. Because when we, go, when we go to a prophet like for ourselves, like, tell me this. We, we, we make the prophets soothsayers. We, they're, they're not psychics. She's not a psychic. And let me say this right now. Now, Miss Cleo may have been fake. But prophets are real and psychics are real. There are people who have the prophetic gift but they use it for the kingdom of darkness. This is why the apostle Paul and Silas, when they were outside the temple in the first century, there was a woman who was a psychic who was making money for the people in the city. Are you tracking with me? But because she had spirit of divination in her, they rebuked the spirit and then she stopped prophesying or she stopped telling the future because it was done demonically. But we want to set a context for clear biblical prophecy to come. Thank you, Lord. And I feel a spirit of deliverance coming into this room. I feel a spirit of deliverance heavy coming into this room. And so if you need, listen, you ain't got to wait for nobody to lay hands on you. If you need deliverance, I, I implore you to reach out for it right now. I hear the Lord saying deliverance is tangible in this room, even as the air that is above you. So if you would, but just reach up for deliverance. Father, we pray now in the name of Jesus. Please help me. Father, please, in the name of Jesus, I pray that you would awaken your people to the reality that your spirit is in the room. Revelation tells us that the spirit of prophecy is the testimony of Jesus Christ. God, your word declares in Amos that you would do nothing in the earth unless you reveal it to your prophets. Amos 3, 7 declares that you would do nothing in the earth save you reveal it to your prophets and so I pray now in the name of Jesus that you would allow the prophetic grace to begin to breathe over your sons and your daughters in this room we declare a spirit of repentance in this room we declare a spirit of repentance in this room father thank you 
Walk with me. Did anybody see? Did anybody see as Prophet Janice was was walking? She was she was wobbling. Okay, let me share. The biblical narrative is clear that whatever God wanted to do in the life of His people in a season, He would do it through the life of the prophet. When Hosea was ministering as the prophet to Israel, Israel was wayward. Israel was playing the harlot, the Bible says. And so what does God do? God makes Hosea marry a harlot. He makes him marry a prostitute where she would get in the prophet's bed as a, as a wife, but then she would get out of his bed and go to the corner and play the harlot. I heard the spirits begin to say as she was as she was teetering back and forth as she was walking like this God says this is an image of our instability I hear the Holy Spirit saying you know exactly where I want you to go but you can't get there directly because there's too much instability So I'm praying, and here's the thing, and this is not just a corporate word. This word is specific to your house. Some of you are honest, like, I know where I'm supposed to be going. I know what I'm supposed to be doing, but there's a level of instability in my family. Who is the Lord talking to? Not James. Who is the Lord talking to in this room? And so we call for stability in the name of Jesus. Thank you. See, when, when a prophet begins to minister... And I'm teaching this, when a, when a true prophet of God begins to minister, you watch everything. Yes. You listen and you watch. So as she was walking, there was, there, there was teetering. And, and we thank God for, for her son. And we talked about that in our briefing about how you need to cover the one that you're serving. If you serve an agency. Thank you, Lord. Because he was there to support her. And what I, what I heard, hallelujah. What I heard and what the spirit showed me as he was helping her navigate through her ministry I hear the Lord saying that he's, thank you God that he's raising up men and women to help you navigate through your life hear what the Lord is saying, he's raising up people to navigate to them, but watch this you have to be submissive to them and you have to be accountable to them if prophet Janice did not submit to his support she would have failed I hear the Lord saying in this season, if you don't submit to the support that's around you, you're going to fall. Prophet, tell me if I'm out of order here or if we're in alignment. Do not, do not miss this. Accountability is for your benefit. It's not for somebody just to know your business. It's not for somebody just to be in your life. It's to help you from falling. I thank God that he can, he can, he can forgive us of our sins. But now unto him who is able to keep you from man I wish I had a church there the word is going forth I just want to make sure everybody is taught everybody leaves here edified I hear the Lord saying you don't have to make this next fall because some of us are teetering thank you God I hear the Holy Spirit saying you don't have to fall this time because there's somebody behind you here it is and some of them you won't even like them some of them you're related to them and some of them you're not whatever the condition is lean into it lean into the support 
God for this season. And, I, and here's the thing. I pray she's here for as long as she can be. But the Lord raises up prophets for seasons. That's why we have, we have all those books of the minor and the major prophets. From Isaiah all the way to Malachi, each of them had a season. And so while Heavenly Vision is in a season where we have Prophet Janice at our disposal, let's be obedient. Amen? I know that, 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 that I'm, I'm the senior leader of this house, and we thank Karen and I, we thank God for what he's doing in our life, but we acknowledge the prophetic ministry. And we thank God. And she was, she was leading at a mega church. She was leading at a mega church, and the Lord led her here. And so we acknowledge the fact that there is, and it's not just for Karen and James, because she's been prophesying to us. <laughs> but I believe that the Lord has, has awakened this prophetic ministry and, allowed, and, and assigned, deputized this prophet to be in this community for this season. And so we will heed the word of the prophet. Amen? Amen. We, we, we won't be like Israel when Jeremiah was on the scene. We won't smite the prophet. We won't dishonor the prophet, but we will honor the prophetic gift that God has brought among us. Amen? Now, I pray that every one of you, on a consistent basis, you, de you develop what honor looks like. And if you want to be prophesied to, Here's, here's my, here's all I know to teach you about prophecy. If you're in the right posture, you'll get prophecy. You hear what I'm saying? So you can't be sitting in the room saying, oh, I want you, I wanted to prophesy to me. Lord, let her prophesy to me. Generally, the Lord only prophesies to the, or the Lord only sends word of knowledge directly to people who are worshiping him. Yeah. People who are in worship. People, people who are postured to hear from the Lord, those are the ones who, who most of the time get personal prophetic ministry. So, Father, we believe you and we thank you. We thank you. Deliverance, deliverance, deliverance. Deliverance in here. We, we pray this in, in our briefing. Everybody, uh, just take a deep breath. Breathe out. Breathe in. You're breathing out all the anxiety you're breathing out all the worry you're breathing out all the concern you're breathing out you're breathing out all of the words that have been spoken against you and you're breathing in the grace of God you're breathing in the prophetic truth that God wants to heal deliver and set free in this room that as we repent to the Almighty God that his hand will relent the scripture says that he will he will not always chide with us the scripture says his anger will not always be kindled forever, but he will delight in us, says the Lord. He will find delight in his people again. Thank you, God. And he will turn his, rain, his, his anger from us, and he will send down the latter rain to his people. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. Man, I'm, I'm going I'm to pray this thing. Hallelujah. But I want to command. I want us to know how blessed we are. The Bible says that he, Ephesians 4, he said, and he sent to the church apostles, prophets, pastors, teachers, evangelists for the equipping of the saints for the work of the ministry.
listen to me. Most churches don't have all five-fold ministry gifts operating in their local church. Can we stop for a minute and thank God that we have five-fold ministry gifts? Don't miss this reality. We have apostles, prophets, pastors, teachers, evangelists, all in this room, all among this body. Thank you, God. The apostles are those who give architecture and structure to the body. The apostles are those who go out and build greater works and who establish governmental structure. The prophet is the one who speaks the oracle of God and who literally becomes the commanders and those who watch over the word of God and those who ward off the attack of the enemy in the church. The shepherds are those who have the heart of God to care for and nurture and develop the people of God. To, to sit and to minister to them. The teacher is the one who has systems and structure to educate and systematically develop and teach. The evangelist is the one who has a heart for the, those outside. The one who goes out consistently and seeks the loss to bring them closer to God. We see that, that in operation in our midst and we need to thank God for that. So, Father, we lean into what you're doing in this room. We lean into what you're doing in our community. We lean into it, Father God, and we receive it now in the name of Jesus. And so we pray that you would bless the apostle, bless the prophet, Father God, bless the pastor, bless the teacher, bless the evangelist, bless the functioning of these ministry gifts here. And, Father God, let it be for what it actually was called for, to equip the body so that the body will do the work of the ministry. And so, Father, prepare us for Monday. Father God, we're believing you that our homes are going to begin to change in significant ways, even in response to us responding to the word of God through the prophetic ministry. And so we declare your word to be done over us. We agree with the prophet. We acknowledge even as Amos chapter 3 verse 7 says that you will do nothing in the earth lest you reveal it to your prophet. But as you reveal it to them, they shall prophesy and it shall be done according to their word. For their word is not their own word, but their word is your word. Your scripture said it, so we believe it. And we thank you that there is a true prophet among us. And we will honor and acknowledge the gift and the office. And we will respond accordingly. And it is so. In Jesus' name. Amen. Can we all just thank God for the prophetic ministry that's among us? Hallelujah. Listen, we don't want to take... You need to read something, Karen? You need to read something? Huh? Come on. I know oftentimes we're ready to move from these moments. We just had a moment as Bishop was able to speak to us and to give to us, rehearse to us what had been prophesied. We need to concretize that. We need to settle that in our hearts. So if we could take a second, even before I read this, just be present here with 
one another. Be present here with God in this moment. this on the screen tab. Quote the scripture, I mean, I'll give the, the, the reference. Second Kings 5. So you have, you have two biblical texts that you're going to leave with. Amos chapter 3, verse 7. You don't have to put that one up, but keep that. Amos chapter 3, verse 7. And then this, this next, this last one. Second Kings 5, verse 13. 2 Kings 5, verse 13. If you can put that on the screen, put that on the screen. I want them to see it. Because it sets the context for our benediction. It sets the context for what's going on. Wow. So just a little background. The prophet Elijah, um, was he heard about a man, a great commander, who was looking for healing of leprosy. And he sought the prophet. The prophet sent word to him, telling him to do something. Naaman was mad that the prophet didn't come out and speak to him directly. So Bishop was speaking about that direct word, wanting the prophet to come and to attend to you directly. But the prophet heard that the king had tore his clothes and the king got this letter from Naaman saying, heal me. Right? And the king was like, I can't heal you. So they sent word to the prophet Elijah. Elijah didn't come down. He sent word and told him exactly what to do. He told him to go to the river and dunk himself. See, the river that he told him to go to was dirty. It was something he didn't want to do, something he thought was beneath him. And the prophet didn't even make his way down to him, so he felt disrespected. So the king denied him, and he felt like the prophet turned him away as well. But Bishop talked about accountability, somebody helping to guide you. His servants said to him, verse 13, then his servants came near and spoke to him and said, my father, had the prophet told you to do something great, you would have done it. How much more then when he says to you, wash and be clean? Here's what I'm saying to all of you great people. We sometimes make ourselves bigger than our deliverance. And God has spoken and sent word. And because it didn't come directly from the mouth of the person that you wanted to hear it from. And because it seemed like it was something beneath you. Because it seemed something so minuscule. You didn't do it. He told you what to do in your home. He already had leprosy. So you want me to go into dirtier water? Like what am I doing? So my encouragement to all of us is to heed the word. Take care to be aware of what the Lord is speaking to you. Do that. Because if he told you to do some great thing, you would actually go try to do it. 
he told you to go climb that mountain, you would actually go out there and try to do it because it's coming from a great God. And so I have to do a great thing. The greatest thing you can give God is your obedience. He said, if you love me, you will obey my commandment. So we heard the word of the Lord today. I pray you be faithful to obey. Amen. 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 The word of the Lord. So you have two scriptures to meditate on. Were you blessed by the message you just heard? If so, please leave a review so others can glean from the lessons you learned. And if you would like to help us continue ministry, feel free to give at hvcla.com. We love you, family.